Welcome everyone to this episode of the podcast called Martechno Beat. So in this we talk to thought leaders and martech practitioners across geographies and industries to understand their thoughts and their experiences. Today as a guest speaker we have Mr. Varun Atul Vasist, senior product manager at Storehub. Storehub powers today powers more than 15000 businesses across Southeast Asia. with their cloud based pos systems e-commerce platforms qr powered loyalty programs and table ordering varun also comes with a rich experience working with cutting edge companies like fave in malaysia and grofers in india welcome varun i think your thoughts and insights will benefit our listeners to a great extent hey triton thanks for having me man uh it's nice it's nice to be here great yeah. varun So Varun, uh, uh, very unprecedented, uh, you know, situations around. Uh, things are uncertain. Uh, people, some people know what's happening. Some people don't know what's happening. So uh, the first question that I would like to ask you on this podcast is: What are your, uh, you know, thoughts or observations during the COVID nineteen situation? How have the markets changed for you? What What are the changes in the user behavior or consumption that you have seen? Uh, I mean, for sure. Let's just start with the. uh most important thing first covid 19 is something which i think all of us would just see once in our generations i hope that we don't see any other pandemic in our generation pandemics are written in history it's uh it's a scary time uh it's worse than the recession that we faced earlier in 2008 because uh, at that time people were not dying you know markets you know markets lost lost their values people lost their jobs yes but uh this time it's hap- uh, even job losses are happening people uh, you know businesses are shutting down and at the same time it's a global health crisis so it's kind of a ser- it's it's a very serious situation to be honest uh, and i'm glad that all the countries around the world are doing their best to contain this and flatten the so called curve so i mean some countries have really really done great i mean i've worked closely with uh, my developers in china so china has done a great job in uh, you know controlling the whole pandemic south korea did good malaysia is doing a great job i recently saw some charts where uh, you know now the curves are tra- starting to flatten from last 4 5 days so yeah man uh, hope is on the horizon and uh, having said that so this whole pandemic the whole lockdown system uh, has actually impacted user behavior a lot i mean like if you think about it like people are not going out at all people are staying back at home there are a lot of companies and a lot of platforms which facilitated uh people's activities outside of their homes are now facing a big time challenge of how to engage with users so like i mean food deliveries are booming for sure uh anything that has to help you staying at home grocery supplies all of these things are booming but if you look about ride hailing systems uh it's it's a tough time for them if you look about platforms which facilitate in uh, offline transactions i mean for us also like uh, for we are a post company at store hub it was kind of a tough time for us so we had to evolve for sure so i think uh, i mean if you look about how people work nobody is traveling to offices anymore everybody is working from the comfort of their homes and honestly speaking i feel i've been more productive working from home so it's uh, it's pretty interesting so i believe once this lockdown ends uh whenever this ends and uh, at that time user behaviors would have changed drastically 
uh, world will no go, no, world will don't go will not go back to being what it was for sure. People will still be skeptical about uh, touching the menus in a restaurant or you know uh, when they go to a cinema hall they'll be skeptical about sitting next to a strangers for quite some time. I mean in a few in a couple one year or some time things might go back completely to normal in terms of how, how people interact with each other. But a, a certain behaviors on a day-to-day -day basis will change. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, people working from home might become a norm, to be honest, after this thing ends. Uh, you know, nobody wants to waste like two hours of traveling time to office when you can sit at home and actually be more productive. So, yeah, man, let's see how, uh, how long this lockdown lasts. The longer it lasts, the uh, severe the impact would be on user behavior, market behavior and everything. Yeah, and I completely agree to you. Tough times, much tougher than the recession in uh, 2008. But there yeah. is a hope that with all this, you know, changing behavior across, I think there will be a new way of working, new world of working. And, and, and we all hope that we come out stronger and more productive from the situation. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. I mean, I also hope that. And uh, that's, that's the best thing about humankind, right? Uh, you know, uh, we evolve. We have been evolving ever since, right? From apes to humans, and now within humans, we are also evolving. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, human. I mean, we will evolve for sure. Uh, things will change, and we. I hope the world comes out from this stronger, and I'm pretty damn confident that it will. Great, so, yeah. great. So, Varun, from uh, from the uh, you know Storehub perspective, I've heard that you guys have done taken some innovative measures and some uh, you know uh, strategies for this yeah. period. Uh, would you yeah. mind talking about it? Uh, sure. So, I mean, uh, for the listeners, so just to guys give you context, uh, what we do at what we used to do at the store hub was we were a cloud-based uh, platform for merchants to operate and run their businesses. So, one of our, our primary products was a point of sale system where merchants can record their transactions uh, in on their stores. And we had a couple of products like table uh, QR ordering. Uh, QR-based loyalty programs and e-commerce. However, when the MCO happened, um, we came to this impasse where most of our businesses, most of our merchants might run out of cash flow, might run out of business altogether by the time this MCO ends. Uh, there were predictions that FNB, in FNB businesses, 80% of the businesses won't even survive the lockdown because they only have a cash flow of roughly around 27 or 28 days. And I mean, we all predicted that lockdown might last longer than that. And it has actually. So, so far we are sitting on, I think, the 30th day of lockdown today. And we still have like 12 days to go. And, you know, uh, there are very well chances that it might even increase. So what we recent, what we did was we, uh, we partnered with a couple of on-demand logistics services, services provider like Lalamove and GoGet. And we came up with this product called Beat Delivery. So, uh, and, and the biggest challenge which we realized that our merchants were facing at that point was uh, all the other food delivery platforms in Southeast Asia charge you roughly around 30 to 35%, anywhere between 25 to 35% commission to, for food delivery. And this was burning a major hole in the pockets and profits of our merchants. And this 25% this, this could be the deciding factor between whether the merchant, whether those that business is gonna survive this uh, this time or not, 
So our idea was simple. We are a service provider. We already have, we were at the post. So we launched something called Beep Delivery, where merchants can basically uh, collect orders and actually uh, we will get it delivered from them via API integrations with Lala Move and GoGet and deliver to the consumers for a very minimum price of 2% only. So which was which was our trusting thing because our, for us, our core philosophy was always about helping the merchants. And it was really important for us during these times. So that's something which we launched. Um, and we launched this, I think, if I remember correctly now, uh, within three days of the first announcement of MCO. So I think on 21st or 22nd of March, if I remember correctly, we had our beep delivery platform up and ready and within a week we within a week after that we launched uh, we launched a consumer facing platform which is beepit.com so today you can go to beepit.com and search across our 400 500 merchants who are on our platform today and actually uh, place an order with them place a delivery order or place a self pickup order with them so yeah so we have been uh, working a lot uh, in those directions. The response so far from the market has been good. There are some star players. I mean, I've heard stories like, you know, a uh, restaurant opens at 10 a.m. and by 10.15, they are all sold out. Like within 15 minutes, the places are sold out. Like, you know, they are like, I, I, have, I, I have success stories like where there are certain shops and certain stores who say, oh, we have never done this kind of business before, even before MCO. And uh, somehow, somehow, Beep Delivery as a platform is supporting them so much. is It has given them an avenue to reach out to their customers, to interact with their customers, and uh, you know, get direct orders, save a save a major chunk of uh, money on every order. And uh, merchants are actually happy with it. So yeah, that's something which we are doing. That's something uh, we have been progressively working towards improving the experience. And uh, yeah. That's what you've been wonderful. Doing. I think I've had a fantastic story and strategy that is applied. Not only you guys managed to launch such a platform in three days, but I think the returns uh, are also uh, fantastic. And I think you have guys have helped the merchants to a great extent. When you say 400, 500 merchants and the kind of, you know, benefits like just 2% against what they otherwise pay, you know, 35%. And then the yeah. success stories that you have seen, I think kudos to you and your team, a fantastic yeah. job that you guys have done. I think, man, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I really want to thank the team at this point because, um, I mean, we have had devs who have worked overnight to get this done. And, uh, you know, I mean, I really, really uh, enjoy the overall culture of StoreHub right now because, I mean, we are all on a mission right now to uh, get this thing out and get this thing done as fast as we can. And I don't think it would have been possible without the team and especially without Yhound's leadership for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So all the best to you and your team. And I'm sure you guys will keep on, you know, building on this innovative strategy that you have, uh, you know, applied. Thanks, man. Varun, that brings me to my next question. So, yeah. uh, you know, applying this strategy and doing things. So what from the user engagement or retention perspective, especially from your merchant perspective, what are the most important KPIs or goals that you have set? Okay, uh, so uh, right now, our primary, the, when we launched Beep Delivery, uh, our first thing was to get, get it out to as many merchants as we can and help them out as much as we can. So we saw, uh, we saw great success in a few areas where, um, I mean, uh, it's, it, it goes without saying, if the merchants have their own visibility on social media, if they have good fan following on social media, they were instant successes. 
So basically what they did was they, po they posted their URLs on, uh, on the social media websites and instantly they would start getting orders because of their following. However, there were certain merchants who did not have social media visibility and um, for them, uh, getting number of orders was kind of a challenge for us. So what we are doing right now is uh, constantly training our merchants how to build their social media presence, how to advertise better on social media. And at the same time, we, are we have built our own uh, consumer facing platform where customers can come and discover these uh, restaurants. So it's a combination of multiple efforts. So uh, what we aim, uh, what, one of the most important KPIs for us is to have as many successful businesses as we can. So successful businesses are those who get consistent number of orders every day. So, uh, you know, we can constantly keep on tweaking uh, that number of orders that you uh, merchant should get every day to be determined as successful. Because, I mean, we see these crazy stories every day. So, you know, uh, our expectations as well also in keep on increasing. And so is our merchant's expectation also keep on increasing. So uh, that's something which we have been uh, constantly working towards how to help not just uh, you know the 20% or 30% merchants but actually to help each and every merchant so that's one of our biggest kpi to have as many successful merchants as we can and we constantly work towards it so yeah that's great something. great i think that is, that is a fantastic uh, you know kpi to have of how many successful businesses you are able to get and and i see the kind of efforts that you are putting so training them being with them uh, educating them on various aspects so uh, understand uh, Varun, is there any challenges that you're facing in, in, in these KPIs, in maintaining these KPIs or tracking these KPIs or, or any other challenges that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, uh, there are, of course, certain challenges, right? Uh, because when we launched this platform, like, okay, so I think the key of, uh, I mean, specifically talk, talking about the delivery platform, uh, the key is getting the logistics right. So, I mean, uh, all of us know uh, that in food delivery they're the primary the biggest the biggest pain point is always logistics a lot of companies have started and shut down based on last mile problems uh how to get deliveries to the customers so i think that was one of our biggest challenges uh that we faced initially so but now thankfully we have good api integrations with uh, lala move and GoGet, and we might uh, we are actually getting more uh last mile delivery providers on our platform right now so that's one challenge that is solved second challenge is uh, honestly like you know it's a challenge of a scale uh, so as we grow uh, how do we make sure that uh, you know right now when we initially started it was easier for us to train every merchant on how to get on social media and everything but the next challenge is how do we how do we do it on a scale how do we, uh, you know, so we have, uh, so we are working on, uh, you know, we have certain decks which have certain steps merchants can follow and all of that stuff. But yeah, these are certain constant challenges. So we keep on experimenting. Uh, we have seen in immense improvements in those areas. But I mean, uh, with all honesty, we, uh, this whole product is uh, just four weeks old. <laughs> three to four weeks old so i mean every day is a new challenge and uh, the good thing is we tackle with it and uh, you know and a new challenge comes in the way so we have been tackling a lot of challenges right now so good thing is uh, we don't have to struggle with a, with the same one challenge so far i think uh, we'll see a few challenges as we go into the future it's inevitable for any product uh, to run across challenges but as of now i think uh, 
having most and more and more successful merchants that's our kpi and how to meet that that's our challenge <laughs> so it's uh and it's how can you keep on evolving in that process how do you uh onboard more merchants fast because um, you know we have been stuck in places where we had more more leads uh, of merchants who want to join and then our capacity to onboard so we have had those times so you know constantly improving the onboarding process constantly improving the sales cycle uh constantly uh evolving the b product in itself because you know uh, increasing in, improving the cus customer experience how they order how they track things and everything so yeah man uh, things have been changing every day so i can't really point out on one single challenge absolutely i think you pointed out to one of the you know key challenges not only faced by you but by multiple people the challenge of scale yes uh, and speaking to you know quite a few uh, you know practitioners or thought leaders across usually mm -hmm. we come across that these challenges can be addressed by automation and by personalization so i would like to know your thoughts on uh, what 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 do you uh, you know have to say about personalization and automation and how this can help take away the challenge of scale automation for sure at our stage i think automation is the key to uh, key to scale right uh, so i mean as many uh, logistic partners we can integrate with us so that you know the whole finding a rider part is automated how as as how, how fast can we automate the whole process of merchants getting the payouts how fast can we automate the process of merchants accepting the orders so gladly we were a post company so as soon as the order was created in the uh, in the system it automatically goes to the uh, kitchen and everything so we had those processes automation set up which is why it was uh, it was uh, easy it was not so hard for us to scale it was still hard I'm, i won't say it's easier but it gave us a slightly a head start in that area so i think automation for sure at this particular point for us is one of the key importance um, to automate as many processes as we can how can we automate certain aspects of onboarding new merchants how can we automate uh, certain aspects of the consumer journey on the big platform itself uh, so yes those are the clear challenges as of personalization triton i uh, i mean i don't think uh, that is a big challenge for us today uh, hopefully i i would love to take a face that challenge in the future because uh, that's i think is a challenge for the next level or next uh, next problem of scale so i haven't faced that challenge uh, of personalization yet uh, on the b platform i am facing certain challenges about how to improve discovery for sure but i think those are still early stages challenges uh, but as i said i would love to face the challenge of personalization because that means my product would be at a certain level <laughs> after which <laughs> the challenge of personalization kicks in so it uh, this this challenge of personalization in my head automatically defines uh, Uh, a certain level of success of product to be honest in, uh, completely completely agree with you varun one final question that i have with you is is what are your thoughts on the ai or ml part uh, you know machine learning how it is uh, uh, you know improving things predictive mm -hmm. analytics mobile marketing so what what are your thoughts on these aspects oh actually these aspects are uh, are, are actually pretty important so if you talk about predictive analytics if you talk about machine learning or ai Okay, AI is a super fancy word. All right, uh, <laughs> let's 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 stick to machine learning. Okay, um, so um, 
if you talk about predictive analytics or uh, predictions or machine learning, I mean, so, uh, for example, I'll give you a very common example in terms of uh, our merchants. Like right now, we have success stories of merchants who who run out of stock in 15 minutes of opening their store, right? So, and, uh, you know, sometimes they get overwhelming amount of orders, which they cannot really uh, cater in that, in that day. So now one of the biggest questions which we have, how can we leverage technology <coughs> or <coughs> uh, predictive analytics to predict how much orders they will get the next day? So I think that's uh, that's uh, the next problem of scale. Uh, how can we help them supply, uh, you know, source all the goods and materials? How can we give them insights so that they know that, oh, okay, on Monday, I get X amount of orders. I'm, if I'm growing it by X percent, this is how many orders I'm uh, predicted to have. And hence, I should get this much raw materials prepared. And in order to get that, I should start placing my orders X days before. So I think that would be a key uh, uh, in the later stages for our merchants' growth and uh, being able to handle the orders uh, <clears throat> on a scale. So that's one example. And if you talk about logistics also, logistics would be uh, an immense area where <clears throat> machine learning or predictions can actually play a good role. If we can predict the you know, demand in a particular area, uh, for example, if we can, uh, if if you take a block, like for example, I live in Bangsar South. If if we can predict the demand in Bangsar South, then we can actually inform our delivery partners in advance that hey guys, in Bangsar South we might see a surge in demand, so that can you guys place certain amount of riders in that area or nearby that area? So these will be a few things which actually uh, are the challenges which companies face from uh, from you know. So zero to one is easy. Zero to one is building a platform, getting there. And then one to 50 is also kind of easy. One to eight, five is kind of easy. You know, you have certain playbooks you play with. And then it then it defines the difference between a good product and a great product or a good uh, model and a great model. And I think these all things will play a major significant role between those transitions. How do we, how, 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 in the, how best way we can do all of these things? Um, optimize logistics, optimize demand, uh, and predict demand and all of these things. I think these will be a few challenges which you'll face at a scale on a later stages. So yeah, it has a significant role in my opinion. Very well put, uh, uh, Varun. I think after a company reaches a certain stage to get that next leap, uh, machine learning or predictive analytics can play a very important role, very good use cases, which you have suggested, uh, yeah. you know, which can, which can directly, you know, see the benefits. Uh, yeah. and, and with that, actually, that, that brings me to the end of this uh, podcast episode. Thank yeah. you so much for your time and valuable thoughts and insights. I'm sure our listeners will get a lot of benefit and a lot of content to ponder about. Thank <laughs> you so much, Varun. Hey, man. Thank you so much, Raitan. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's a pleasure to be able to share my thoughts. <laughs> glad, glad to have you. And once the MCO is over, we should definitely meet and share more thoughts on this. Thank oh, yeah, you once man. again. Grab a drink after MCO. Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely. Take care, Varun. Have a nice day. Bye bye. Bye bye.